0: Hi, I'm Wyatt and I'm Grace and you're listening to Our Dad and your host of the Vacation Rental Revolution podcast.
1: All right, guys, welcome to another episode of the Vodice Vacation Rental Revolution Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Moore, and I am really excited about today's episode. We've got Rod Cleave here joining us. And if you have been around real estate investing at all, and you haven't been living under a rock, you've heard of Rod. And so Rod is big into the multifamily um, space. And and but we're I, I You guys know that I don't typically have a lot of guests outside of the short term rental uh, world. And one thing that I was telling Rod before we started this is there is, you know, there's no shortage of gurus and experts and advisors out there right now. But what there is a shortage of are experts and advisors who have been around long enough to see some ups and some downs. And Rod is definitely one of those guys that's been around. Um, I'd love, I'm not going to go into a huge bio. Rod's going to tell his story to you. And, and it's a pretty amazing ride. And then we're going to get into a lot of, a lot of fun things about, what some of the opportunities are some of the challenges coming that we're looking at ahead of us right now. And so, Rod, thank you so much for joining us on our on our podcast today.
0: Oh, thanks for having me, brother. Yeah, we're going to talk about this upcoming recession as well, because, uh, you know, you need to know about it. And I actually think uh, the fact that you're in this space is a good thing. And we'll talk about why. Okay. Awesome,
1: awesome. Well, we appreciate you joining us, and so, man, let's just—you uh, and I are just going to have a great conversation. But before we get started, can we just let's let's dive into the deep end and let's hear how this all started? I know you've been around for a while, and love to hear your story and and what brought you to where you're at today.
0: Oh, thanks. Yeah, I am old as dirt. So, uh, but I'm going to go. I'm going to go way back. So, uh, I'm love an immigrant. Uh, I'm an immigrant. I immigrated to this country when I was six years old. Was born in the Netherlands. You know, wooden shoes, windmills. Um, and, uh, it came over here with my brother, Albert, my mother's Vansha. Uh, we ended up in Denver, Colorado and we really struggled initially. In fact, um, I remember eating expired food cause that's all we could afford. So we went to an expired food store. Uh, we drank powdered milk with our cereal in the morning cause it was cheaper than real milk. And trust me, it's better than it sounds. And <laughs> I mean, not as good as it sounds. And, good. And, then, yeah, and then, you know, I wore clothes from the Goodwill and the Salvation Army all the way through junior high school until I finally got disgusted. And lied about my age of Burger King when I was 14 so I could flip burgers and buy my own clothes. And, and you know, I'm sure you've got listeners that have had it harder than I did or maybe even have it harder now. But luckily, I knew I wanted more. And um, my mom had an incredible work ethic. So my mom babysat kids so we'd have enough money to eat. And she was a bit of an entrepreneur. With her babysitting money, she invested in the stock market successfully and also invested in real estate. Well, her first real estate acquisition was a house directly across the street from us. She bought from a family named The Jewels when I was about 14 for about $30,000. And when I was 17, she told me she'd made $20,000 in her sleep that had gone up in value that much. I'm like, You just made 20 grand. You didn't do anything. Screw college. I'm getting into real estate. So I went and got my real estate broker's license right when I turned 18, which you could do back then with education. They got smart. Now you need a little experience to be a broker. But I was a broker. I could have my own office. Well, my first year in real estate, uh, I made about eight grand. My second year, maybe 10 grand. But my third year, I made over $100,000, which back in 1980 was pretty decent change.
1: As a 21-year-old, by the way. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Yeah.
0: And, and actually that 20 at that point. 20. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah but, but uh, you know, so what happened between year two and year three that caused me to 10 X my income? Well, what happened was I was smart enough to go work for a broker, a guy, and I dated his daughter and he taught me or started the conversation around the fact that 80 to 90% of your success in anything is your mindset and your psychology. Only 10 to 20% is the mechanical stuff that we talk about on our podcast. You know, so fast forward to today, I've owned 2000 houses that I've rented long term, I own thousands of apartment units now. In 2006, my net worth went up $17 million while I slept. And you might say, wow, and I said, wow, and I got a head so big, I could barely fit it through a freaking door. I thought I was a real estate god. And you know, when that happens, God of the universe, will give you a nice little smack. Well, that was 2008. I lost $50 million conservatively in 2008. And so, you know, what I'm known for talking about, Sean um, on my podcast, which I'm blessed to say just broke 13 million downloads, super freaking exciting. Wow, just congrats. Seven- that's
1: awesome. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Thank you. Just had our 700th episode a couple of weeks ago. Uh, but, but, um, but anyway, I'm known for talking about the mindset it took to have 50 million to lose in the first place. And then the minds maybe as important or even more important, the mindset it took to recover, yeah. you know, there are people that killed themselves, you know, uh, I hate to say it back in 2008, nine and in the great depression for losing less, you know, proportionately, but, uh, so happy to drill down on that a little bit before we, you know, talk about the state of the market, if you like. I love
1: to. Yeah. And I and those of our listeners that have been around me long enough, that's uh, I'm huge into the mindset as well. There's this there's just you just can't navigate and succeed without it. And it is it does all the heavy lifting for us. And so and to your point. Like I love uh, Churchill's definition of success is going from failure to failure without losing your enthusiasm. Well, that's easier said than done, right? That's, That's tough. And when you go through the hiccup that you went through to not say, Love it. Love it. Yeah, I just, I just, if you don't know. Yeah, he's those of you you listening, not watching, you you just, we got the, uh, got the Churchill quote up. Yeah, I was never, ever, ever, ever give up,
0: you know, because he, he helped, you know, England through World War II. Anyway, sorry I distracted you there, brother. No, that's, that's great. (laughs)
1: Love it. But the the point is, I would love to unpack that a bit and love to riff on that a little bit with you uh, because I think that's really important.
0: Yeah. So, so, you know, people ask me, how'd you recover from losing? Uh, you know, $50 million. And and let me let me back up. You know, so I've got a boot camp coming up. Uh, if you want to learn multifamily, I'll tell you how to come real cheap and, and it's a hell of a deal. But but it's at the end of July. But if you come, what you'll see is the first thing we do for an hour and a half is goal setting. I call it goal setting on steroids. Because how the hell do you get anything if you don't know what it is? You mm-hmm. got to know what you want with clarity, and then why you want it, because you've got to create um, uh, what Napoleon Hill in his book, Think and Grow Rich calls a burning desire, you yeah. got to want it, because that's how you push through fear. That's how you push through limiting beliefs that you may have. That's how you get uncomfortable, you know, and and you know, a lot of people are comfortable and the comfort zone is a nice warm place and nothing freaking grows there, right? So, yeah. you know, and so you've got to know what it is you want and why you want it. And so, that's that's the first thing that I did back in 2008-9 was I reassociated with what I wanted because it would have been very easy to focus on the pain. You know, people connect through pain. You know, for example, if you came up to me and said, "Hey Rod, how you doing?" I said, "Oh my god, I'm freaking fantastic. Life is amazing. Oh, I can't even tell you how amazing life is right now." Most people would take a couple steps back and say, "Okay, he's off his freaking meds." Well, but if you came up and said Rod, how you doing? I'm like, oh shit, my back is killing me. I just lost a hundred grand in the market. Woe is me. You put your arm around me and say, oh, I feel you brother. See, we connect through pain and you've got to be really careful. Now I know if you're listening to Sean, you're a leader. And right now more than ever, the world needs freaking leaders. Don't get me started on this political crap and the fake news and everything else that's going on out there. But as a leader, you've got to pay attention to what you focus on, okay? Because whatever you focus on is going to get bigger. And if you're focused on that crap on the news, that's what's going to get bigger and you're going to get wrapped up in it. So be very, very careful what you focus on, But, but which is another thing I'll talk about in a minute because, uh, uh, well, I'll just talk about it now. Focus is, the most successful people on the planet are the ones that have the greatest focus, okay? Yeah. And, and um, so focus is super critical towards your success. And you know, I um, I get excited about my 13 million downloads. Well, I listen to Tim Ferriss' podcast, and I think he gets that a week. I, I listen to Tim Ferriss on one side, and I listen to Joe Rogan on the other side. It's kind of quasi both sides of the aisle. I try to stay balanced. But Tim Ferriss interviews the best of the best in the different walks of life, the best athletes, Michael Phelps, actors, you know, Jamie Foxx, Ed Norton, uh, Hugh Jackman, Ed Arnold, um, billionaires like Ray Dalio, CEOs of the biggest companies in the world. And he deconstructs their success. And I started to hear a pattern, Sean. Most of them meditate. What does meditation enhance? Focus. Okay, so focus is a big one. Goals, you got to know what it is you want and why you want it. And then the next step is you've got to make a decision. And the Latin root for the word decision means to cut off. If you're going to attack the island, you're going to burn your ships because you're taking their damn ships home. Okay, that's a decision. It's done. It's not a one foot in, one foot out. It's not a dip in the toe in the water. It is freaking done. And when you make that decision, you're like a train on a track, you know, and if you don't, if you kind of quasi one toe in, one toe out, you're going to get knocked off track. And so decision is important. The next step would be to take a step you've got to take that first step, okay? And, you know, sometimes it can be the biggest step of your life, and, and it's the scariest. Um, and, you know, especially for people that are analytical, that, you know, get caught up in paralysis by analysis. And, and you know, um, Dr. Martin Luther King said, you take that first step in faith, and the next step will be revealed. You know, you can drive all the way across the country at night with your headlights only seen about 50 feet in front of you, and you know you'll make it you know, other people have made it, you might have some obstacles. It's the same way with your goals. It's the same way with our businesses, you and the STR me and the multifamily, you know, it's the same way, but you got to take that first step. Okay. And, and, and push through that fear. And then, um, you know, a couple other quick points, and then you can fire away here. One is, yeah. uh, the next one is play to your strengths, okay? Especially in my business, the multifamily business, because it's a team sport. And you can't do it all. You just can't uh in my business. You know, there's there's the analytical component. You got to underwrite deals. So you need somebody that's got good with that. There's the outgoing component, because you got to build relationships with investors and brokers and sellers. So you've got that piece. There's the, you know, the process-driven component in the asset management piece, where after you buy an asset and you rent it out. I'm sorry. And you, and you hire a property management company. You've got to you've got to asset manage that, that management company. So there's a lot of different hats. And if you're playing to your strengths and you hire a line or partner for your weaknesses, success is inevitable. And yeah. here's why that's a big deal. If you're playing to your strengths, first of all, you're going to love it because you're good at it. Okay. So, you, you know, and, and so work becomes play and you never work another day in your life. So that's number one. Number two is, um, you're going to be passionate about it. And if you're passionate about it, then you're going to be, have the ability to influence people. And, you know, this business, life is about influence and every business requires influence, whether you're doing short-term rentals or or multifamily. And so, you know, when you love what it is you do or, or the piece that you do, again, you're going to be passionate and you'll be able to influence people.
1: I'm just going to dive in and, and riff yeah. a little bit on some of the things you said, because right. it's so important where, we say the exact same thing. And, and like I'm I don't make any of this stuff up. Like I just I listen to guys like you. I listen to this, you know, Ferris. I listen to Robbins, Tony Robbins and, and Graziosi and these guys that just all different walks of life. But it, the the message is so congruent with everybody. Right. It's like understand where you're starting from. Have a point you're going. Understand why you're doing it. And then you have to have the capabilities to get there right and so you're going to we can't go anywhere unless you know where you're going and the focus part is so and this is what i think a lot of people get so wrong if you ask and i know you do this in your 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 um, workshops and your trainings and everything else because i do the same thing well we focus the very first part of our process that we take somebody through is the goal setting is figuring out what are your property goals what are your life goals what do you want to do because we could all be following the same blueprint and the path but, but our goals are different and what our property goals are and what our strengths are, what we're attracted to is different. And so we go through this process of saying, okay, where do we want to go? Whenever I ask somebody what they don't want, I say, tell me what you don't want. They can give me a list 100 miles long. You ask them, okay, now tell me what you do want. Have you ever done that, Robert? And then they oh, drop sure, light. no, no,
0: absolutely. It, it's it, like everybody knows what they don't want. Everybody, everybody knows the emotions they don't want. But it's it's it, when you try to figure out what you do want, that's where people struggle. And it's hard. And it's, it,
2: yeah. it's, and it's to your point of saying, "Hey, I'm going to tell you all these successes I had," and and but the, and everybody's like, "Okay, well." let me give you an example of the uh, of the focus uh, i forgot to mention
0: uh, mother teresa when she was uh, alive was asked if she was anti-war she said no i'm pro peace yeah. You know, it's just a focus thing. You know, exactly. I get people to call me and say, how do I get out of student loan debt? I'm like, wrong question. How do you make yeah. so much freaking money the that's irrelevant? It doesn't because matter. Again, what you focus on gets bigger. Yeah. So, um, you know, and, and as it relates to the RAS, the reticular activating system, you know, get, do your goals. But then I tell you, get pictures for your goals. I've got pictures on the walls around Absolutely. me that interest me now. Vision board, screensaver, you know, on your phone. I'll show you something here. Do you put these on YouTube?
1: Yes, absolutely. Okay, yeah, people so will see this on YouTube. This is my YouTube. planner.
0: This is my paper planner. In yep. The back of this thing, I've got pictures that have been in here for 22 years. Okay, first pictures are my gratitude pictures. My kids are 30 and 26. These are when they were young, because everything comes from gratitude. Yeah, that's how you manifest. You call it, you call it prayer. You call it visualization, manifestation. This is how you do it. Starts with gratitude. Yeah. But then I've got the things that I wanted. I built this $8 million house on the beach, which was unthinkable when I was 18, but I made it happen. It looks just like this top picture before I built it. Now, I'm going to give you some examples here. I'm not bragging. Okay, please know. No, I understand. just want understand, to inspire 100%. you to what's possible. This is great. Yep. Yeah. and And, you know, I live in a compound now. Um, I've got, I lost that house and all the craziness. Okay. And, uh, uh, 08 and the divorce and all kinds of things, but I live in a compound now. I've got six buildings. I've got a big main house, two bedroom guest house on the water and exercise facility. That's off the hook media building with the vision video studio for my, cause we went virtual in a lot of my boot camps now. Yep. And what's crazy is you look at those bottom pictures. Those of you listening can't see it, but you see the white, the white stone walls in those pictures. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. That's my backyard see the bad stone wall that's my And you know what's really funny is because god's got a sense of humor the old house that that the house i built on the beach is right across the bay from me i can see it every day when <laughs> i go out there it's hilarious but then i've got you know stupid shit that i was thought was important watches i've got a few hundred thousand dollars worth of watches that's still i do still love that I, i'll have to admit that but i you know i got a lamborghini which i thought was impossible the rolls royce the bentley all this stuff that i thought was important at one time that i got because I had pictures. So get the pictures, do the vision boards. And, and I may have lost some of you analytical ones on this, but I'm here to tell you a big mistake because this is how you get this stuff. This is how I had 50 million to lose and how I got it back, focusing on what I wanted, putting it in front of me, thinking about it regularly, triggering the RAS so that my brain was pointed in the direction of things that were gonna give me this stuff. And again, I've got different goals now, much different, You know, I'm about, you can see on the wall behind me, I'm about adding value. There's some of the hundreds of thank you cards I've gotten from students. You can't even see the walls covered behind my green screen here. And so I've got a whole different outlook on what's important
2: to me now, but this stuff freaking works. Hey, when the secret came out yeah I, I, let me in fact let me share something when i was 18 i had a four-door granada piece of crap
0: bench seat in the front and i got a picture and I and the guy I dated the guy i dated his daughter had two corvettes and let me drive one and i got a picture out of a magazine of a corvette it's before you could spell internet yeah. and, and it hadn't even thought of yet And i put it on the visor of this bone ugly granada within a year or two i had that corvette then i did the same thing with you know um uh, this is when the TV show Magnum PI was out. Uh, it was an actor named Tom Selleck. He's still around, but but he was a detective in Hawaii and he drove a Ferrari 308. It's the first time I'd ever seen an exotic. I'm like, oh my God, that's freaking amazing. I got a picture of that actual car, put it on the visor of my Corvette. Within a year or two, I had a Maserati looked just like it. And then the Lambert, the next thing was the Lamborghini. I got a picture of that, put
2: it on the visor of the. So this shit works, guys. I'm just yeah. telling you. Okay. I sit on this recliner right here, do the same thing. I got my vision boards. You can kind of see them on the floor there.
0: I sit there. I do gratitude for my supermodel, beautiful wife, more beautiful on the inside than the outside. My, my kids, my coaching students, my foundation. And then I do gratitude for the things that I want as if I already have them. Sometimes I'll get emotional being grateful for something I don't even have yet. (laughs) And I know (laughs) I lost
2: a few more of you analytical ones, but big mistake because this is how I had it and this is how I got it back. So No. It's 80 to 90% of it. It, yeah. it really is. And, and especially
0: in what's coming. Okay. Yeah. Focus is so important. Okay. And so, uh, you know, uh, again, you're a leader. There's no, you wouldn't be here listening or watching if you weren't a leader and, you know, and, and, and fear is coming. Okay. Uh, you know, I tell you, Robert Kiyosaki says it's going to be a huge crash, bigger than 08 and nine. Warren Buffett says it's going to be huge. Elon Musk says it's going to be big, you know? And, and so, is it a time to get scared? No, it's a time to get super freaking excited. You know, yeah. in two thousand eight nine, I was hiding under a rock uh, for a while, and you know, I got crushed by that wave. I'm surfing the wave this freaking time, okay? And and I'm in a lot of cash. And so, you know, we could if you'd like to talk about, you know, some strategies to get to maximize and
2: thrive through this, you know, I think that'd yeah. be a lot of fun. If No, you know, so, so, you know, now is the time for
0: innovation. It's the time to pivot, it's the time to be creative. You know, when COVID hit, I was supposed to have 800 people at a boot camp in Orlando in May of 2020, and I had sold hundreds of tickets. I'm like, holy shit, what are we going to do? If you go to multifamilyvirtualbootcamp.com, you'll see Rod's happy ass on his phone recording the video. In fact, it's still there. I didn't even take it down. I don't know what I did with my phone, I pulled my phone up. But but the point is, there it is. But, um, yeah, I, I, I recorded. I mean, I pivoted instantly. I said, man, team, we got to do something right now. So in the backyard you see behind me here, I've recorded that video on that website and uh so I had to innovate I had to pivot and I've had to do that many times in my career and and you may have to as well you listening if you're in an industry that's going to get impacted by what's coming but additionally there is freaking opportunity co- coming I mean incredible opportunity is coming and and I mean if it's half as bad as they say it is it's is going to be incredible opportunity and I can tell you in my world in the multifamily real estate space um it is, it, what's what's incredible, well, incredible and painful at the same time is a lot of people did, I mean, there was a lot of greed these last couple of years. I mean, I was scratching my head when I saw what some of these properties sold for that I that we bid on. It was like, are yeah. you freaking kidding me? There's, I mean, was it free money? I mean, so those investors are going to get in big trouble and those operators that put those deals together are going to have problems. And a lot of them use bridge debt, which is the you know, yeah. temporary debt, uh, very dangerous, adjustable rate. Um, very onerous debt. And I know a lot of that stuff's going into receivership. So there's going to be opportunity. There's going to be opportunity to single family space for the STR business, for sure. Yeah. But yeah. now is the time. If you 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 know if you haven't taken advantage of Sean's material, or if you're interested in multifamily, take advantage of mine, now is the time. Because when you're in the thick of it, yeah. And the, the blood's running in the streets, it's going to be too late. You've got to build the relationships now. You got to get up to speed now. You've got to, you know, uh uh understand the business now so that you can capitalize on it. And you know, I was telling you this before we started recording, Sean, is you know, I really believe that you're certainly on the vacation side, short-term rentals are gonna do really well because what i'm i've been reading economists are saying that the service industry should do really well through this okay that that people are moving you know they're not going to spend the money on stuff but they're going to spend the money on experiences yeah. and so because they've been so cooped up covid covid gave you guys a gift
2: you know in my multifamily space i know there's going to be deals and Dude, you know yeah. can i can i mention my boot camp real quick Yeah. Well, let, let me tell. Let me tell you. If you're interested in multifamily, get your butt to
0: Denver, July 29th, 30th, and 31st. Three days. You can come for $197. Pro- tickets price are going to $700 in a few days. You can come for $197. But here's how you get the ticket. You text Rod to 72345. So that's my name, Rod, to 72345. And remember the code, Rod friend. Now, if you forget, just DM me on any social channel and I'll hook you up and just mention that you heard me on Sean's podcast. But but it's three days of training. It's not a sales pitch. It is it is drinking through a fire hose about this business. But this is the only live event I do all year. And and you know, Denver's United's hub, so you can fly there nonstop from anywhere fairly reasonably. And I got yeah. you know the hotels around there are cheap. It's a no-brainer if you're interested in yeah. my business at all.
2: So, so uh and you can go to rodanddenver.com too. That's that's the website. Right. And, and and we're becoming a renter nation anyway, you know, millennials,
0: they don't want to own uh, yet, but, uh, I got to tell you, as far as asset classes, you know, when COVID hit, retail, didn't get money. Office didn't get money. Warehouse didn't get money. Uh, you know, uh, um, you know, but multifamily, we got hundreds of thousands of dollars in rent relief money from tenants that needed help and got to get through it. Okay. And so, you know, people have to have a place to live and, uh, you know, uh, it's, yeah. it's, uh, and, and the other thing about multifamily just, and then I'll stop bragging on it, but, um, <laughs> the, the, you know, within three years of the 2008 crash rents exceeded 2006 levels. That's yeah. how fast it bounced back. Quick. So, you know, it's a, it's a really great asset class and, you know like your str's you're building cash flow you know the name of my podcast is lifetime cash flow because that's what yeah. it's about man you yeah. know if you're flipping and wholesaling you've got a job we talked about this before we started recording Sean, you yeah. you know you did that i did it too for a while yeah. and and it's a job it's but a job. If you start you buy assets that cash flow
2: whew, at some yeah. point you don't work anymore man
0: And you're, you build
2: incredible market share. I mean, some of the largest huge. companies in history were built in what's coming.
0: And yeah. some people are saying it could be the greatest transfer of wealth in our history. But if you try to, if you wait, you know, you're going to miss it. Just yeah. that simple. And, and you could literally
2: set yourself up for life, your kids, their kids, their kids and their kids. Yeah. not kidding. Not, I'm not I, exaggerating I, at all. We're, we're cutting off all spending, getting lean and mean right now. And now, so. here's the thing, though. You know, real estate takes money. And exactly. I'm sure you teach this exactly. as well, but it but yeah. it
0: doesn't have to be your own money either. Yeah. So you want to conserve your own cash, but you also want to build relate. and I'm going to teach this to the boot camp how to build relationships with people so they're not fearful when the blood is literally running in the streets and the media is saying it's going to be crappy, the real estate's going to be crappy for 10 years. Cause that's what happened in 08 and 9. That's what they do. Yeah. But 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 so it's not just your own money. Yes, you need to get as much cash as possible, get as liquid as you can you know,
2: cut, get lean and mean, but you also need to have access to cash. And so, you know, I want to mention that as well. I'd like to mention one other thing because we talked about goals. Uh, yeah. It will take me just a minute.
0: Actually, before I talk about goals, I want to talk about something else. So when I immigrated this country, I didn't speak English and i got thrown into school and i found out what bullies were for the first time so i got my butt kicked on occasionally and I hadn't learned how to fight back yet and then my mom proud dutch woman that she is, thought it'd be a great idea to send me to school in wooden shoes and those leather shorts the germans yeah, yeah. were for oktoberfest later hosing got my ass kicked again and then you know some, some of the bullies lived on my street and they chased me home and she chased them off with a fly swatter next day ass kicking again well I came up with this belief system that I wasn't good enough, okay? And 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 this ties into what I wanted to share. You know, And a lot of people have these limiting belief systems. I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not old enough. I'm not young enough. I don't have enough money. I don't have enough time. There's a reason the acronym for belief systems is BS, because 99.9% of them are BS. But you got to recognize them, and you got to drag them out into the daylight and look at them with your adult rational mind to recognize that they're crap, and you don't need to be living under that uh, you know that that weight any longer. But the story I wanted to share is, you know, I talked about that house I built on the beach. I mean, this place was magnificent. I owned the beach on one side, I had my boats on the backside, it was called a Gulf to Bay, sliced through an island. I mean, elevator, wine cellar, giant waterfall from the second floor balcony into the pool. You had to walk through the waterfall to get in the pool, spiral staircase up to the middle of the house. I'll land the plane with this. On the second floor, there was an aquarium that wrapped around the staircase, cost me almost 200 grand. So this gives you an idea of the house. So I worked for this thing for 20, and this ties into goals, which is why I'm bringing it up. I, I worked for this thing for 20 years. Okay. Two months after I moved in 20 years, two months, two months after I moved in, I'm floating in the pool at night. I'm looking up at this testament to my ego, uh, which is really what it was to proved the world I was good enough. Okay. And and I got depressed, and I don't mean just a little depressed. I mean I was really depressed. I'm like, what the hell? I've just achieved success like times a thousand. I had the Maserati in the garage, a couple of Mercedes, boats, jet skis, all the crap. And my family was beautiful family inside sleeping. What I realized were there several things happening. Number one is it's never about the goal. You need the goal to 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 propel you and create that burning desire. But you know, like they say, the happiest days of a boat owner's life the day they buy the boat and the day they sell the boat. You know, you need them. But it's happiness comes from progress and growth. And I didn't know what I was going to do next. You know, like the good book says, without a vision, the people perish. I didn't have a vision for the future. No, no, I was I was going to do next. But the biggest thing was I'd been totally focused on me. Show the world I'm good enough. Show the world I matter. Rod, Rod, Rod. That's the year I got exposed to Tony Robbins. And I went and saw him live and really was blown away by the content and uh, spent 20 years actually following him around the planet. I'd highly recommend you go see him if you have a chance while he's still talking. Mm-hmm. But I found out that he fed families for the holidays. And I'm like, what a concept, do something for someone else. I'm embarrassed to say I had to be 40 to get that memo. But I went back home and I called my brother in Denver because I was visiting him and my family there for Thanksgiving. I said, let's feed five families. <clears throat> and so we went to his church and found five families that really needed help. Third family changed my life. We we, we bought frozen turkeys and toys for the kids and big boxes of food. And this third family was this woman that lived in this crappy one bedroom with five kids. She came out, she saw the food and the toys and she started crying. Her kids came out two of the older ones started crying and I started crying. And, and there's a message in this. So please know what I'm going to share is not ego. Okay. Um, in the last, 22 years, we've fed 130,000 children for the holidays here in Sarasota. We've done tens of thousands of backpacks filled with school supplies to local kids, don't have the basic supplies for school. We've done tens of thousands of teddy bears to local police departments for officers to keep in their vehicles. If they encounter a child that's been traumatized, they can comfort the child. Here's the message. You know, we've been taught to achieve to be happy. Like we can't be happy until we've achieved. Okay. Now, if you give back in any fashion You are happily achieving. And I know it's a play on words, but it's an important one. Tony Robbins calls it the science of achievement versus the art of fulfillment. Achievement is a science. You want to learn STR? Get with Sean. You want to learn multifamily? Get with Rod. We will give you the blueprint. You just got to go take massive freaking action and do it. It's a science. There's a blueprint, there's a map. You just got to go do it. But fulfillment is an art okay and you've got to figure out what juices you uh, you know for me it's kids maybe for you it's the environment or animals or the elderly whatever and and give back right now don't and i know some of you are going yeah i'll do it when i have money yeah you're rich you can do whatever you want no do it right freaking now and i don't care if you haven't got a pot to piss in do it right now why because you'll be happily achieving you'll be fulfilled and the money will come faster Yes. That's just the way the world works. That's the way God works. Whatever you believe, you get it back a hundredfold, but do it right now. Anyway, that, I just wanted to leave with that.
1: That I love it. And I, uh, I know you've already heard the story, but a huge turning point in my life um, when, when I was having a hard time was when I heard Tony Robbins talk about his friend Robin Williams, and he talked about how success without fulfillment is the ultimate failure. And, oh, yeah. you know, one of the one of the a guy who had great success, Robin Williams, one of the funniest guys around, and all of a sudden he takes his own life. And he said it was it, he, he lived a successful life. And Tony always says that that, that the science of success is the easy part. Right, that's the that's the part that there's there's a path to follow for anyone. You any just to go do it. At. That's
0: it. You just you, gotta you go just, do it. Yeah, the it's just rolling the sleeves
1: and doing it. Right. But
0: right.
1: he he, I I never and I listened to that story in the time and I was trying to f- kind of figure out my way and why I did things. I had just had my kids, Um, and before I was this, this cocky, freewheeling you know sure. guy that was investing and spending same, all kinds of money. Same, same, yeah, same, yeah. Same. And you just there's I you know, I realized and it was like it hit you like a ton of bricks when you realize that. And to your point. I don't know how many people I've talked to, and I know you're the same. I remember the day my goal was, okay, I want to have a million dollars in the bank. I remember the day I had a million dollars in the bank. And do you you think, was it, like, it was like, it's like, there was nothing. Big deal. It was a big deal. Exactly. The goal was like, okay, I want to have a million dollars. And everything's going to be different when I have a million dollars in the bank. I have a million dollars in the bank. And I said, it was just like any other day.
0: But you need the goals. Still. Our, you need per-
1: yeah, you right. have these targets, but the bar is always rising. The goal but, is growth, right? The goal is to say, okay, I'm going to have this purpose. Really? I sometimes I, I like we all have a different why we all have something that drives us, which I think a why and our purpose is something different. I think our purpose is right. universally the same. We should want to live the best possible version of ourselves and inspire other people to do the same. That's what our purpose on this earth should be to go right. live the best possible version our why and our, what fulfills us can be different. Right. And so, but without that you, and it starts with giving and you can go help somebody because you're there is always somebody
0: if you're listening and you haven't got and you haven't got any money go donate some time exactly you know do something that juices you because you'll be fulfilled, you'll be happy. I've interviewed some super, super successful, I mean, guy with 20,000 units on my podcast and I could tell he was like I was before before I evolved and, and realized what life is really about. And I felt sorry for him because yeah. you know, he may be financially successful, but he's not, he's not fulfilled. He's not and fulfilled. No, and, you he's not. Tell, right? and you can it's, tell, right? And it I is. Can, I can see it because it was me. I mean, yeah. I, it's easy to uh, yeah, see. I, I, I,
1: yeah. I'll tell you, and I would argue that the time is, is he, like times the most valuable asset that any of us have and resource right. any of us have. Right. And when, if you can give time to somebody, that is the most valuable thing you could give to somebody, I agree Even, more. you know, every, you know, it's, it's easier to more. write a check. It's hard to give that time. And so if right. you're saying, well, I don't have, I don't have a million in the bank. I don't have the ability to go do that. That's not, that's not what we're the conversations about here. Mm-hmm. It's saying, go give
0: back, go anything. give, give anything. Yeah. yeah. I, and, and, uh, yeah no i mean we get I, I know you get feedback from your podcast i get feedback from yep. my podcast you know i i it's it's the greatest gift ever but uh yeah anyway yeah, i appreciate that, you having me on brother awesome I'm man up, i'm bumping up against a hard stop here
1: just yeah I, I i now. am too and so let's okay. do this rod i know i know how valuable your time is as well i know i mean this is this has been a great conversation it flew Thank by you. for me um i Amen. really appreciate you joining us so we've got um, one more time. Tell everybody where they can find oh, out yeah, about sure, your sure. stuff.
0: Yeah, if you can't come to my boot camp at the end of July, but well, first of all, let me remind you how you can text Rod to seven two three four five. Or go to rodindenver.com and just remember the code rodfriend is one word. And again, if you have any problems, just DM me. I'm on every social channel. Very, very responsive. Within 24 hours, you'll hear back from me. But if you can't make it and you want to do that goal-setting workshop, I did it on New Year's Day this year. I do it every year around the 1st. And it's in rodslinks.com rods, plural That's my link tree. I've got a ton of free stuff there, books and resources. And my goal setting workshop is there with music professionally done a guide you can download, do it with your spouse, do it with your kids. You know, people spend more time planning a freaking birthday party than they do designing their lives. This is designing your life. So take that gift. I'm not gonna try to sell you anything. Just go do that goal setting workshop. I promise you'll be glad you did. Um, yeah, Rod's link's got all sorts of free stuff. You can just go there. Um, it's got my website and it's got the boot camp site and everything there as well. So anyway, thanks awesome. Thanks for having me, brother. Absolutely. but I really appreciate you joining us. You guys,
1: I know if you got even half as much out of this as I did, go share it with somebody you think that could use this and uh, and apply this in their own lives. Those likes and reviews on our show and subscribes really help us. And so um go 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 to Rod's stuff, go listen to his. I mean, you can tell just from this hour that we spent how great this stuff is. Go subscribe, subscribe to his channel as well. And uh and I'm I'm looking forward to the the goals, the that goals worksheet and workshop you. that you did. And so. We appreciate it. Guys, go share it, like it, subscribe, do what you do to keep spreading the word and do me a favor. As always, go pick one thing you can do today to start building that life that you don't want to take a vacation from. Cheers, my friends. Thanks for joining us on this episode of the Vacation Rental
0: Revolution podcast. Share this with other people you think need to hear about it. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. Hey, Grace,
1: is there a website? Yes! For more amazing content and expert
2: advice, visit Bodicey.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode.